Welcome to the third season of Research Chat. In this season, graduate students share their challenges of their research work. In this episode, Hari KC will interview Ali Hosseini. Hari KC, who uses the pronouns he, him, is a postdoc research fellow in the International Migration Research Center, or IMRC, at the School of International Policy and Governance at the Basili School of International Affairs, located at Wilfrid Laurier University. His research broadly looks at South-South labor migration, with a regional focus on South Asia, governance of international migration, as well as social justice. He is currently a postdoctoral research fellow examining the intersection of labor migration, food sovereignty, and development through a gendered lens in the Global South, with a particular focus on South Asia. He has collaborated on several research projects funded by the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council of Canada, UN Women, United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, International Organization for Migration and Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Canada. In one such ongoing project, titled Gender and Migration Hub, he has played a key role right from the conception of the project to its development and operationalization. To find out more about this project, visit gendermigrationhub.org. The project, which was launched during the 2022 UN International Migration Review Forum in New York, seeks to enhance the capacity of governments, civil society, and other stakeholders in formulating and implementing gender-responsive migration policies and programs in the spirit of the principle of gender responsiveness as stipulated in the UN Global Compact for Safe, Orderly, and Regular Migration. Hari is also a part-time teaching faculty at Wilfrid Laurier University, where he has taught a range of undergraduate and graduate courses on migration, citizenship, global justice, gender, and feminist theory. In the past, he has worked in various roles for the BBC Media Action, Embassy of India, Carter Centre, and the Three Buhan University in Kathmandu, Nepal. Hari holds two master's degrees in English from the University of Waterloo and the Tribhuvan University in Nepal. He also holds a master's degree in Peace and Conflict Studies from the Conrad Grable University College in Canada. Our other speaker is Saeed Ali Hosseini, who uses the pronouns he, him. He is a peace and development researcher who is pursuing his PhD in global governance at the Basili School of International Affairs, a joint program run by Wilfrid Laurier University, University of Waterloo, and the Center for International Governance Innovation. A specialist in peace, human rights development, with a focus on the greater Middle East and Northern Africa, Ali has over seven years of experience in human rights advocacy and monitoring. This includes six years of working as a human rights officer for the United Nations mission in Afghanistan. His work included monitoring of and advocacy around the rights of vulnerable people, including women and children, and preparation and drafting of regular reports on situation related to human rights in Afghanistan. He was a member of the Faculty of Law at Katab University, Afghanistan, for six years where he taught constitutional law, administrative law, international law, and human rights courses. He has taught Culture of Peace and Conflict Situations in the Political Science Department at Wilfrid Laurier University. Ali has four scholarly books published in Persian, which were published in Afghanistan, and many research papers in Persian and English on human rights development and peace. He holds a master's degree in international law from Alemi Tabali University 
and a BA in law from Mofid University in Iran. His education also includes advanced studies in Islamic jurisprudence and culture at Qom Seminary Haza. Ali and Hari have both published in the book Achieving the Sustainable Development Goals Global Governance Challenges, which was edited by Simon Dalby, Susan Horton, and Rian Mahan with Diana Tomas. This was published in 2019. Hari's chapter was titled Gender, Library, Migration, Governance, and the SDGs Lessons from the Case of Nepal. And Ali's chapter was titled Development as Usual, Ethical Reflections on the SDGs. Welcome to you both to Research Chat. You both bring a wealth of knowledge and experience to this conversation. Thank you for chatting with me today about your mutual interests in responsive international and government policies to enable and engage local citizens. Hari's research is focused on the rules that govern the migration of Nepalese women, and Ali's research examines the process of promoting the values of democracy, human rights, and gender equality within the peace-building process in post-Taliban Afghanistan. I will now turn the microphone over to you, Hari, to learn more about Ali's research. Hi, Ali. Thank you for chatting with me about your research today. Nice to be here. Well, what have you been examining in your research? My research is about the failure of international community in assisting Afghanistan to transform toward embracing and accepting values of democracy, human rights, gender equality, and associated values between 2001 and 2021. In this research, I examined the impact of lack of unprincipled behaviors of main international actors regarding accountability and transparency on the disempowerment and disillusionment of the Afghan people from these dimension values as well as the actors. For me, peace is a more social agreement on certain shared values to maintain peace. Securitized and militarized state building could be just part of this process, but is not the entirety of peace building. Because of this, besides security, society needs a legitimate government and supporting environment from the main powerful actors to transform toward accepting values that are important for sustainable peace. That is an exciting research project. What is the motivation of your research? My lived experience of insecurity, migration, and associated problems were the main motivation, as well as my interest in peace and human rights that I learned much about during my professional work as a human rights officer in the United Nations mission in Afghanistan. These are the main reasons that I choose this topic to study why some societies, and especially in this case, Afghan society, did not or could not embrace the values that are important for sustainable peace, uh, for justice. Okay, thank you. Can you please say a bit about the challenges that you have faced in the course of carrying out this research? Pursuing a PhD program is always challenging. One form or another form will come around. But I want to specifically refer to my intention to do a field research at the beginning of this PhD dissertation research. I thought they, maybe it is better to examine the relationship between unprincipled behaviors of 
main international and local peace-building actors with the people's disempowerment and disillusionment in, in supporting these values. I thought it will enrich my dissertation a lot. But insecurity was a major and growing problem. After a couple of months and evaluating the impact of this field research or lack of that on my research, insecurity was a major and growing problem. After a few months, I evaluated the impact of this versus the realities of Afghanistan to do quality field research. I just limited my project or turned my project toward doing more of critical literature review and also using the secondary sources for my study. Thank you. So how did you explore your research question? I initially studied about knowledge, about literature, about peace building in general, a different situation and specifically in case of Afghanistan and reflected on the relevant literature. Based on this, I decided to critically examine the performance of the main actors reflected in various reports by authentic sources and institutions. And based on this, I also examined the sources relevant to Afghan perceptions of democracy, human rights, and relevant values, as well as their expectations from the Afghan government, from the international community, as far as they were relevant to their enjoyment of human rights and democracy. Okay, thank you, Ali. So you have had an extensive work experience, professional experience in Afghanistan before pursuing your PhD at Balsili School. So can you share a bit about what that transition or what that extensive professional work experience as a practitioner in Afghanistan had to do with the way you look at your research and do your research? It affected a lot, both in terms of knowledge and in terms of motivation. The motivation is probably more important because I was engaged in monitoring human rights and also received daily reports about civilian casualty, forms of violence against women, violence against detainees, a lot of human rights violations on a daily basis. And this helped me to catch the reality of war and human rights abuses on the ground and for the people. This impression also motivated me to see the connection between human rights promotion and advocacy with the peace that is what needed Afghans who suffer 40 years of war and migration and other problems. So I tried to examine the deep aspects of peace and human rights in real situation which was, I did it in this program. Thank you. So the idea of peace building sits at the center, at the core of your research project. So can you please tell me a little bit about what peace building exactly means in the context of Afghanistan? Initially, peace building means lack of conflict. The the first very basic meaning, which is a negative piece representing that the uh, suppression of terrorism and other bad governance doesn't exist. But this needs to go further to address some of the root causes of conflict and injustices, which requires a positive interpretation of peace building. In the positive piece, 
the values that are important for sustainable peace, for example, democracy, human rights, rule of law, and gender equality, social justice. These are needs to be accepted by both local elites and local people. In the context of Afghanistan, this positive peace building or transformation of society toward accepting the values empower people to enjoy the fruits of democracy and also to engage in building a society that is moving toward justice and toward sustainable peace. Thank you. What are the next steps in your research work? What do you plan to do ahead? I hope I can defend my thesis soon. And after that, I'm thinking about publishing the findings of dissertation, ideally in the form of a book, or if not, then in two or three academic papers. And also, I think I have a doubt toward the people of Afghanistan to whom I belong. So I can publish the result or the findings in the form of a book in my native language, Persian. Okay, thank you. All the best with your future endeavors. And the next question is, your research is particularly focused on the case of Afghanistan, but how would you situate, you know, the context of peace building within the broader peace building discourse globally? My finding of this research suggests that for peace-building governance needs to emphasize on accountability and legitimacy and effectiveness. Otherwise, as the case of Afghanistan indicated, allocated resources, both human and financial resources, will not yield the intended outcome, which is sustainable peace. Actually, it was lack of accountability on the side of major actors Afghans and internationals that disempowered people, warlords, government officials, and even some international forces that engaged in various forms of counterterrorism and counterinsurgency, this lack of accountability provided or assisted the formation of an environment of impunity. And this situation eroded the legitimacy of the government. Afghan people embraced internationals in 2001. In a few years after the establishment of Karzai government, people embraced elections. Girls happily went to schools and rural areas, urban centers, everywhere. But with the lack of accountability and legitimacy, or actually with the erosion of legitimacy, people disillusioned gradually from the main actors and the government. So if international peacebuilding wants to further effectiveness of peacebuilding mission, it needs to critically reflect on the issues of accountability and legitimacy and try to connect to the daily needs of the people. Wonderful. If you want people to remember something about your research, what do you want them to remember? My research explores why Afghanistan didn't embrace democratic values. In the post-Taliban Afghanistan between 2001 and 2021, international actors wanted to achieve the goals of building a democratic system, promoting human rights, gender equality, and associated values, and building civil society to engage in bottom-up part of this building. These objectives didn't materialize as powerful international actors continue to work with the warlords, with human rights abusers, and corrupt elites. 
The peace-building process was filled with impunity and corruption by different actors. As a result, people became disempowered and disillusioned with the values uh, that the international community wanted to promote. Citizens stopped supporting the Afghan government, which collapsed in 2021. Empty slogans do not create an atmosphere where bottom-up peace-building can be successful and democracy and human rights can be enjoyed. This is my emphasis that if we want to promote human rights, democracy, gender equality, and social justice, we need to make sure that it comes in a healthy environment to not only become an empty slogans, rather they are sources of changes in real life of people. Thank you. Thank you so much. So last but not least, Ali, is there anything about your research that you feel is important to say? Yes, I want to say that people in the conflict-affected countries want democracy, want human rights, and want social justice and equality. Most of the time, they embrace changes. They embrace any foreign support toward this. But at the same time, it's important to make sure that obstacles against enjoyment of these good values are also be addressed. Most of the time, lack of accountability on the part of main actors, influence of corrupt elites, warlords, and other abusers actually hinder the enjoyment of the benefits of peace. So for any peace building, it's critical to address them and to make sure that if international support comes with the accountability of the actors, people would embrace the changes and the chances of success of peace building increase significantly. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ali. You're welcome. Nice speaking with you as well. Thank you for your time and your views. Nice speaking with you. Thank you to both Hari and Ali for participating in this episode of Research Chat. Both your research projects have shown the profound impact that global policy can and does have on local lives. Both your research projects have shown that there is an opportunity to have a profound impact on local lives through global policy. To promote democratic values such as human rights and gender equality, there is a real need for responsive international and government policies that enable and engage local citizens and take their needs into account. hope you enjoyed listening to today's discussion. If you want to learn more about global migration or peace building in Afghanistan, there are resources, additional readings, and details about the work of each researcher on our website, wlu.ca slash research dash chat. Listeners like you are encouraged to share these episodes and use these podcasts to discuss these topics with your friends or as an assignment in your classroom. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to be notified of new Research Chat episodes. Research Chat is a partnership between the Office of Research Services, the Faculty of Graduate and Postdoctoral Studies, and the Laurier Library. Thank you to everyone who's contributed to the creation of Research Chat. A gratitude list can be found on our webpage. <laughs>